Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Wang Bang Podcast. This is your host, Emil Wang, and I'm super stoked about this episode that you're about to listen to. For those who haven't heard, me and a few of the other members of the Wang Bang family committed to running a combined 2,019 miles over the course of six months. And guess what? We did it. Now, before you get into the episode of the group sharing our thoughts and feelings on this experience, I did want to remind you that we supplemented this running program with getting pledges to donate to an amazing charity organization called Charity Water. If you haven't had a chance yet, or have already pledged to donate, please check out the link of the pod to learn more on how to donate. It's for a really good cause that has an amazing backstory. And now, onto the episode. So on the phone, I got the team of the 2019 Miles Runners. And fellas, we did it. A grand total of 2,059 miles over the course of six months. <laughs> and bless you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the price you pay for That's running the that price you pay. <laughs> Calling in from the Bay Area, we first got the Ghost Pooper Hunter. But more importantly, the inspiration of the 2019 Miles program with his blog post, Pay the Price. George Wu, coming in with 299 miles. How are you, brother? I'm good, good. How are you? Doing good. Happy New Year. Uh, Also calling in from the Bay Area, the Spartan Beast himself, who recently brought a beautiful baby boy into the world with 430 (laughs) miles. Tandawin, what up? Hey, guys. How you doing? And finally, last but not least, calling in from... The home of the Rose Bowl, Pasadena, my fellow movie reviewer and the number one fan of Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey Liu. How's it going? Hey, man. How you how y'all doing? Yeah, you, you sound pretty sick, man. I sound great. You can call me <laughs> Master Liu for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, now, I want to round out the introductions uh, with two of our other runners who couldn't make it for this episode, but I'm hoping I can get on at some point. Michael Mastigin with 274 miles and Javier Pretty Boy Pordoy with 256 miles. So, all together, good stuff, guys. We did it. Wait, I'm, I'm pretty bad with my math. How many miles does that make you? And Emil Wang. Uh, calling in from the beautiful Seattle, Washington, grand total of 453 miles. That does that was the top mileage out of all six of us. Uh, yeah, great yeah. job. Oh, thank you, thank you. But elevation wasn't uh, taken into account, and I, I chose the flattest uh, running paths possible. So, so for this episode in general, it's going to be pretty free flowing. It's just going to be discussions about our experiences. From knowing you guys and knowing what you guys are up to, uh, you know, what you guys have been dealing with in your everyday lives, there are some specific things that I wanted to talk about. So, Georgie, we're going to start with you because you were really the inspiration for the whole thing. You wrote the blog post, Pay the Price. You wrote this back in, what, April or May? After reading it and kind of talking to you about it and talking through, uh, you know, talking it through with some of the other guys, you know, that really inspired all of us to you know, commit to this program and really just exercise more. So I'm curious for you, uh, what what did you learn from yourself and did did you feel like you paid the price? Yeah, uh, first 
credit to you and Tan, um, especially as well as the rest of the guys, but mainly you two for putting it together and actually making it happen, you know, finding a donation, making the website, doing the podcast, keeping us on track. You know, when I read that, or actually when I heard that initial interview, um, I felt really motivated. If you guys recall, it was essentially a Navy SEAL who used to be extremely overweight, over 300 pounds, who completely changed his life. And his whole motto of basically pushing yourself to your limits um, <clears throat> it was very inspirational for me. And I, after I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go exercise. So I tried really hard for a week. I got sick and I stopped. And I think without um, our 2019 miles, I think that could have been where I stopped usually. But because we had this at us, and we also had this sense of sort of like, oh, we're doing this together and also a way of tracking it. And also a way for me, at least, is kind of feeling responsible to the group. And I realized that different people have different uh, motivations. Some people can really push themselves really hard. Some people will eventually let that slip. For me, one of them is, you know, being part of a group and being responsible to a group because each of us have a certain amount of miles that we need to contribute. And that really helped push me in the later ends to keep me motivated to continue to run at a daily, uh, you know, about two miles every day. Um, so it was really effective for me. And I found it, you know, fantastic that it was finally able to get me to start running. Yeah, because otherwise it, it sounds like it would have just been another like New Year's resolution that would have burnt out within the first week. And Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, know, I actually felt better that we started in the middle of the year so we didn't have to really compete with anybody at the gym because we drove. <laughs> no, I kind of dro drove by LA Fitness on the 2nd. After I got finished up with uh, with the uh, the Rose Parade stuff, and I was just like, God damn, dude, this shit's packed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every one of their damn New Year's resolutions. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll go back, go back and check that uh, that same LA Fitness. I'm sure it's empty now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but George, I, I think you know, you and I talked a little bit about this also in in some of our side conversations. But it, it's not just you know committing the time and um, you know uh, holding each other accountable, which is uh, which definitely helps, but it's also the physical aspect of it too, right? Yeah, so I think one part of it that's kind of underestimated is um, there is a physical toll when you you know do a lot of miles when you have done pretty much zero before. Um, <laughs> and one of them that I've definitely learned from you and others as well is the stretching aspect. I think initially I didn't stretch very much. I, I ran like a half marathon, I think a few months into it. And during that time, I really didn't stretch. I did finish the half marathon, but what's really strange for me was I felt like I wasn't improving at all. And I think a lot of that I would attribute to not stretching and not getting my body warmed up enough. I feel like it's and going at a slower pace. And I feel like that's helped a lot in the second half of running, um, but definitely stretching, making sure your you know muscles are uh, ready to go um, without tightening up or getting injuries. It's like very crucial important pro part of the process and it's just learning how to you know maintain yourself um when you continue the physical exercise unfortunately we aren't quite as young as we used to be when we didn't have to worry about this i 100 percent agree with that you know i i never stretched as much as i did uh, in this year before that i i used to just you know go out play play whatever i wanted to do and now I have to stretch before and after each uh, physical activity, including all of these runs. And if I didn't do that, my body would really tell me that 
that was no bueno. <laughs> yeah, and and, and Tan, you uh, you kind of George uh, touched on this earlier, but Tan, you moderated the website, and you you and uh, and your wife Helen did an awesome job of you know keeping everyone updated with our progress, and you know just writing some articles on how to take care of your body and how to choose proper running equipment. When it comes to taking care of your body, do did you have any? Your doctor, so you, you you know everything about the human body, obviously. No, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> but it, but is there anything that was kind of other than just the generic? Okay, we should stretch uh, before and after. Is there anything in particular that you that you learned? Uh, I mean, it, everybody's going to be different, right? But I think the one true thing that uh, I was reminded over and over again is that you know, like George said, we're not 21 years old anymore, and as much as we want to believe that we will continue to be youthful, the reality is that uh, that's not the case. And we actually see that with all the sports stars right now, like any sport, you think of any sport right now, all the older sportsmen, they, uh, their bodies are not like they were when they were 21. And as much as they prepare and train and stretch and all these things, at some point, our bodies do not uh, function as uh, well as it was 10 years ago. And so for me, it's like, you know, and I think for everyone above age 30, I think stretching is a, a very key thing. And, you know, if you have a million dollars, you can spend a million dollars on on other things as well. But definitely stretching. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I wrote about this a little bit, but, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Paul you tore, his hamstring, <laughs> tore his hamstring in what game? Game six? Game six, six. Of the, or game yeah. five of the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm sure he's getting all the the great medical attention and he's stretching all that he can. But, you know, the, the dude is old and that's just kind of what happens to our bodies over time. Uh, I don't know how many of you actually watched the Cowboys game yesterday. The Cowboys and the Seahawks are in the uh, the NFL playoffs. And Sebastian, uh, Sebastian Janikowski is a 41-year-old kicker for the Seattle Seahawks. And right before halftime the Seattle Seahawks sent him out there to try to kick like a 60-yard field goal or something. He missed it horribly and also tore his hamstring. So the second half of, of an NFC wildcard playoff game, the Seattle Seahawks couldn't, couldn't use their kicker. Uh, they basically had to go for two after all the touchdowns. And, um, you know, their kickoffs were – they had to use their punter who would basically drop kick it. Uh, so it, it is one of those things that – you know, even with the uh, the amount of kind of money and resources that go into these athletes, it's it's pretty nuts that you can't fight Father Time. And uh, I, I think the sooner that we realize that, and you know, Tan, I think you have a general, a very good understanding of how we're supposed to take care of our bodies. Uh, that I think the better off we're going to be as we as we get older. Yeah, you know, that's definitely true. Um... I think one other thing about this is just preparing our bodies and getting health for when we get older. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've been noticing more recently with my parents and stuff that I can definitely feel the age coming on for them. Um, so for my dad, for example, multiple times this year, his back has just gone from just a sneeze. Or it's like he can't even walk. Um, so yeah, that's a real common thing. I think like uh, a lot, of, a lot of um, guys, uh, that not, well, not a lot, but I, I, I've heard of a few different cases amongst my coworkers over 50 who just sneeze and then their backs gave out. And I was like, Jesus, like it's not something that 
I am looking forward to. It's actually something that I'm pretty fearful of as as we do like climb into the 40s and the 50s. Exactly, and I know I have back issues already just sitting at the desk too much. So the running, the stretching. Um, this year, I'm gonna try to focus on like my core is something that I'm really concerned about going forward. I'm sure I'm curious, Tan, if there's like some medical advice or thoughts about it as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I like how is, we always I just would... ask Tan like you know, for anything. It's like, hey, my, hey, Tan, my right nut is bigger than my left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just need to masturbate more, then that would fix. torsion. So, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely the the stretching our bodies wearing down is a a thing we need to keep uh, mindful of. I also believe uh, the opposite. You know, if we if we want to achieve uh, something crazy like run 15 miles in uh, in one go, even above age 30, we can do that. And certainly, you know, there are marathon runners and things like that uh, who do that all the time. But for the average Joe, like like all of us here, I, I think it's also uh, a reasonable ask, uh, even above age 30, as long as we put our mind to it. So yes, at one hand, we you know we we just talked about, uh, about our bodies, but I think when it comes to like motivation and mindset, I think those are very very key uh, to be able to be mindful of in reaching our goals. Uh, so for example, in myself, I. You know, if you asked me in 2017, hey, can you run 15 miles? You know, I would say, man, I can't even run one mile. That's that's a crazy thing. They're like, there's no way, you know. And then here I am, like, popping out seven, eight miles without thinking about it and then working myself up to, you know, 14, 15 miles if I feel like it one year later. So it is something that I think is very important, you know, to separate, you know, acknowledging the physicality of our bodies, but also attending to the mindset as well. And I think he mentions that very, uh, very much so in his uh, blog post. And Tan, don't, don't be humble, man. I mean, <laughs> you should pound your chest, pound your chest and say, I'm a Spartan beast. I ran a half marathon, you know, 4,000 feet elevation and did all those crazy little obstacles and, that that for you to be able to do that within within basically a year of starting from nothing, uh, it's it's pretty remarkable. So, yeah, I thought it was amazing, Tan. I thought it was a great yeah. job, especially hearing before that you like barely started from zero, and now you're a Spartan beast. And then every once in a while, we'll see you pull off like a uphill miler out, and I was like, damn, what a beast! <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I guess we have to thank uh, Oliver Queen and uh, the the hit show Arrow on the CW for for the inspirations for Tan Win. You say that as a joke, but that is also true. <laughs> <laughs> Do you build your uh, salmon ladder yet in your backyard? I, yeah, uh, the salmon ladder requires actually a lot of height, which uh, I have not been able to solve. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so the answer is no. No. Oh. What do you have in your backyard again? Like just like a. It's a like a jungle gym or something? Oh, okay. So, like, to have a straight-up pull bar, I'm, I already have, like, I don't know, 12 feet uh, of height. And mm-hmm. that's just to jump up and grab the bar. So mm-hmm. to go higher on a summer, you have to go, you know, 20 feet or so. And I don't have a way to do that. All right. Well, how about you, Jeff Liu? Uh, I know you're a very, very busy man. And, you know, with all the things you got going on, being uh, being a lawyer for uh, Stormy Daniels. Uh, not Stormy Daniels. Who, who are you a lawyer for again? Are you allowed to talk about this? Nail that, and that was that was a long time ago. 
Well, uh, other than being a lawyer and doing you know your your jujitsu fights and uh, doing movie reviews on this podcast, as well as your uh, your Instagram, your new Instagram of uh, uh, Scratch Scratch Made Sundays. Scratch Made Sundays. Uh, you got a lot going on in your life, and you you were able to fit in these miles. I, I'd like to hear from hear about your experiences, because oh. of all of us, I think you, up until Tan having his baby, you you probably <laughs> had the most going on. Well, you know, honestly, it wasn't even my stuff. Like uh, Leslie is, uh, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Leslie is actually an Amazon bestseller right now for um, her calligraphy book. Holy shit. And, uh, yeah, uh, so we were uh, this the, like starting probably in September. We were just shipping out stuff from our apartment, um, like uh, for the holiday season and whatnot. So that that was actually taking up the bulk of my time. But you know, you know, um, this running was important to us because, or I mean, like the 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 run walking was important to us because if we didn't focus on it, then we wouldn't get any other exercise. I mean, it's one thing to be like. Hey, you know, we're going to go out there. We're going to do, uh, go and do the, the gym and like, or go run around the block. But if you just don't have that concept at all, if you're like, Oh, I'm so tired from moving all these boxes. Let's just sit down and watch, you know, Westworld or Game of Thrones or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's hours of your life just like rolling by and you're not even going to realize that you haven't exercised in a week or, or anything <laughs> like that. So um, it, it was really good to keep me accountable, and then by extension, I would have to drag Leslie uh, along because you know, um, otherwise, you know, we wouldn't, we would just not be getting any exercise for I think the bottom half of this challenge. And actually, you, you know, this actually uh, reminds me, and I'm I'm kind of sad that Mike James isn't on here because back when I was in law school, I got a little bit overweight too, and uh, uh, a little bit's time. an understatement. Tell yeah, this go story. On. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got overweight and then um I met up with uh with Mikey Jin. Um and I think you guys when we were playing ball or something, I was just like out of breath when we were playing ball and Mike Jin said something to me, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go run this half marathon and I'm sure he didn't mean it in like a mean way. <laughs> but I was like <laughs> said, Yeah, you know what, I'll go train and run this half marathon with you. He's like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like that motivated me um that that got me running every day and uh like i i actually did the half marathon with like a time that i had like, i finished the actual race better than any of the other times that i had trained for it so yeah. doing this challenge was actually reminiscent of that because at some point, it's just getting the miles in. When you do the long runs on, on Sunday, like I tried to do, it was just getting the miles in and breaking through that wall. Yeah. And that's something that I haven't done in a few years, and it felt really good to do it again, you know, um, like based off of this challenge. It's, it's just a reminder. And, you know, like we, we are getting older, you know, but I kind of feel like it's just a reminder that even though we're getting older, you know, our bodies – it's not a matter of body uh, – at some point, at some point, it's just like getting up and doing the work and knowing that you're capable of doing the work. I think that's a huge ego boost for everybody, you know, like, um, I think, and, and, you know, the community that we developed over this, like, nobody wanted to be 
the low the low rung. Everybody at some point had like a good week and was like really shooting for that number one position on the poll. And I thought that was great, you know, and I honestly hope that we can continue this through the next year because it it was a huge motivating factor for me. It was something that kept me honest and probably kept the pounds off through the holiday season for me too. So yeah. I mean I'm yeah, I mean I'm I'm super I'm super grateful for a lot of this challenge. I'm super grateful that this kind of like kept us honest. And, you know, as kind of a side note, like when I was doing this uh and i was hitting the, the miles i don't think my endurance uh for jujitsu has been better ever like i i was able to kind of like put on the pressure for a lot of the younger competitors that um i train with and and that's something that they're not really used to so you know like i i just feel like there are so many benefits both generally like everybody said here today and then specifically for me I mean, it's it's a reminder that like you know we're 33 right now, um, and, and like there's no real limit to what our potential is in the near future. You know, I don't want to be that guy um, who who kind of gives up after this and just be like, oh okay, you know, I finished this challenge. Like I want to be that guy who's like 40, 45, and like 50 into my 50s who's still able able and capable of doing this and still has the mental capacity to do this. So, I mean, it's just a reminder, and I think we need those every year or so just to make sure that, you know, we're accountable to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and, and to talk about uh, the half marathon thing and not to not to do a little bit of dick waving myself, but, yeah, the, the half marathon <laughs> was the first time that I actually ran the full 13.1 miles. When, when I was leading up to it, I was, um, you know, I, I think I did like an eight mile run, a 10 mile run, and that was basically it. Uh, but I finished with a really good time. And, and like the pace that I finished the half marathon at was the same pace I was running my eight miles or my 10 miles at. So it, it was, it, it was a pretty, pretty good indicator of, you know, the level of physical fitness that I was at. And, you know, just like you guys, you know, a year and a half ago, there was no way I could have run more than two miles. And, you know, starting with the Spartan race training that I, that, that, you know, Tan and I did back in March, um, March of last year, I, I really saw massive in, improvements for what I was able to do. Uh, Jeff, you actually brought up something that I wanted to talk about also, the, um, the ego boost thing. I, I, I think that one of the more interesting things that I realized about myself and about this challenge was that it, it really is a good way to show that you can achieve something if you just set aside the time for it. And, and I know it sounds super cheesy and super cliche, but one way to look at this is, you know, to, to knock out two miles a day uh, is really just one less episode of whatever Netflix show you're watching, right? You know, you watch one less episode of that every single day, you're able to knock out two miles a day, probably even more once you really get that going. And the good thing about, you know, measuring your your achievements by, you know, the number of miles you run is it's, it's not a kind of more vague, uh, result like, Oh, I want to be, you know, this good at basketball. I want to be this good of a musician. I want to be this good of a, you know, a, a, a podcaster, right? Th th those aren't necessarily measurable, 
uh, goals. Um, you, you can definitely improve, but you don't necessarily have those results. I, I think for this, to be able to say, you know, as long as I set aside the time for it, I was able to get that goal. And the results were, hey, like like you said, Jeff, you know, your, your jujitsu uh, endurance improved. You know, I was able to run a half marathon, which I never thought I'd be able to do. You know, Tan, you were able to do your Spartan Beast. Uh, George, you know, you were able to, you know, you were able to pay the price. So, so I feel like this was a huge, a, a really good way for all of us to gain confidence in what we do. No, I 100% agree with that. Like, yeah. Uh... Um, you, you know, when, I, when I started this, uh, it, it was kind of like, it, it's, it's such a quantifiable goal. And honestly, when you say something like two miles a day and like, if you're not able to do that, I mean, not like on a daily basis, but like, if you, if you can't even bring yourself to like, say I could do two miles today, that's kind of like giving up. You know, two miles is such an achievable goal, and it, I think that 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 was part of the reason why the challenge like was so appealing was that if you didn't do your two miles a day, you you kind of look at yourself and you're just like, well, what? Why not? You know, like what? Like what? What huge important thing kept me from like doing this? And you know, to be honest, when I started out, I thought like I have to do this two miles running. I have to do this two miles in a gym somewhere and then actually actually when you break down that limitation and that's why i took the dog walks you know i i took my dog for longer walks so i could meet that two mile minimum i mean i think it's better for everybody my dog is more calm you know leslie um you know, has an has an opportunity to get out of the house with all the all the packaging materials and like out from her own job like her actual job and stuff like that it's a good way to clear your head you know so yeah, you know, however, whatever way we went about like adjusting our lives to meet this goal, I, you know, a sacrifice was a part of it, but the rest of it was accountability, and I, I think that I think that was the biggest takeaway from the challenge: being accountable for yourself. Right, right, yeah, and just knowing that that yeah, this is something that's pretty, quite frankly, pretty easy to do. Uh, as long as you set aside time for it. And also, you know, it, it's good for you. I, I think it comes down to two things. And um, when I tell people about this, everyone's like, oh, man, that's really, really impressive. I, you know, I, I don't want to throw this challenge on ourselves, but I think, you know, we could easily be doing three miles a day, too. Like, we, we could easily take take it up that notch. What? Is that your <laughs> goal for 2019, Emil? No. <laughs> That's that's twenty one miles a week. Yeah, throwing it out there. Uh, we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I don't want to promise that. I, I I think two miles is good enough. But I, I do want to wrap this up with something else that I think was really important that came out of this, and we've already touched on it a little bit. But it but it is the value of time, right? How we how we see our time as a resource, and and George, I I think. You know, we'll, we'll take this back to you because you talk about paying the price. The, the price is is part, you know, the physical toll, but it's also the time, right? And my question to you is, was was it? Did you start seeing how you spent your time differently because time is a resource? Yeah, completely. Um, 
I think part of the struggle, like you said, was just trying to fit this into your busy schedule and developing a new habit. For me, it was usually after work <clears throat> instead of coming home and just sort of relaxing. Um, the easy thing to do, I would usually do my miles then. So I tried to do two miles when I came home and then go from there. Um, and I think the part about time and the part about sort of achieving New Year goals and getting healthy, the thing I would want to add is um, – through this process, I felt two things is one is instead of just focusing on some vague goal, Jeff was mentioning, it's a very clear daily path and just doing two miles. And it's something that's measurable and achievable. And it's something that you can sort of focus on every day. Um, and that process is more important than trying to achieve some really vague goal that's not really well defined. And the second thing was just doing it with you guys. I found that to be a motivator sharing in this um, challenge and sharing in difficulties of it and seeing how everyone else progresses because you know you, you see some of the other people's doing a lot more miles you're like wow how, how can they do that i can do that as well and it, it helped also inspire and push um along when motivation kind of <clears throat> was was um getting more dry or lowering down uh i i'm curious tan for you i mean with the with, with the baby on board you know how, was, how do you see that affecting you because your schedule is yeah, probably so, a lot more unpredictable now. Uh, so definitely it's much un more unpredictable now because uh, my kid is born. I have a son now. He's about – he's actually one month old uh, now, uh, oh, almost nice. a day. Uh, so most of this uh, project, the 2019 Miles Project, uh, was when Helen was pregnant. Uh, so in that sense, the uh, the need to schedule around uh, my son was not uh, a big factor. Uh Definitely, you know, I got anxious about this kid coming. Uh, you know, going for a run really helped that. Uh, and primarily, in terms of time management, I agree with all that. I what I recognized was that I actually spent a lot of time wasting. I waste. I spent a lot of time wasted. And if you ask me what I did before this, I I, I cannot tell you what I did before running 2019 miles. You watched just, a lot of Era. I well, I, I guess I did. You know, but that <laughs> and Legends of show. Tomorrow and The Flash and all the <laughs> all true, all true. <laughs> so uh, basically, then uh, it it, it kind of goes back. You know, what are we using our time for? And for me, it's like you know, I, I couldn't even tell you what I was doing before, uh, and it just shows how unimportant that was. Uh, and definitely having a crucial uh, or a uh, physical goal in mind, other than some general I want to be healthier goal uh, is much easier. And for me, actually, I, I do think that training for a Spartan race, you know, training for that shiny finisher's medal uh, was a, a very concrete goal for me. Uh, and uh, I was driven mostly to finish uh, on the uh, on every race that I sign up for. Move, looking forward, I think that the uh, the challenge, of course, is, you know, how do I balance uh, this new family with uh, my continued and uh, ongoing goal for health? And it's going to be all the same general things uh, that we talked about. Probably I will have to give up watching a lot of the Arrowverse. I uh, can't watch all of it anymore. <laughs> it's this high-quality TV show. <laughs> look, look, I'll spoil it for you, all right? Ollie's going to feel guilty about getting his friends involved. He will push them away and then realize he'll need them and bring them back and then conquer evil. 
<laughs> well, just because that was seasons two, three, four, and five and six doesn't mean that'll be season seven. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I will say though that uh, that's an abusive relationship, Dan. <laughs> Uh, I will say that if you guys want to go on a Spartan race with me, uh, it's three miles. Right? The shortest one is three to four, maybe five miles if they're feeling uh, good about themselves. You know, we can all hit that. And really, it's just the elevation. All the, all the obstacles and things like that, it's actually easier with a group of people. Uh, the big thing is the, the distance itself. Uh, so if you guys are interested, I will, of course, go with you. I will take a hard pass. Thank you, though. <laughs> I had my one experience, and I, I think I'm good. But uh, <laughs> but George and Jeff Liu, uh, by all means. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I, th- I would definitely consider it, but I was also thinking, like, um, uh, like this challenge with the runny one, I did mention it to Mikey, and Mikey said he'd be interested, too, was if, uh, like, a general physical fitness exercise, like push-ups or sit-ups or something like that. Kind of like one, a one punch race. man? One punch man <laughs> exercise? Yeah. Just to get a, like an overall exercise and then maybe get in um, aside <laughs> running and cardio, but like just physical fitness and I guess weightlifting or something like and using something like Strava to track, check it somehow. And if we could do that, that would be great too. So uh, I, I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but every now and then there, uh, I would have a post on Strava where I just did some quote-unquote physical activity uh, uh, without any mileage done. Consciously, uh, it was actually my uh, heart monitor, which is basically my watch. Like I have a smartwatch, and uh, it would monitor uh, how much, how fast my heart was going. And, Stop showing off, man. Jeez. Uh, there's a, no. In addition to showing off, what I'm <laughs> trying to say is that uh, if you were interested, in that you you would get a yeah. smartwatch, and then you of course uh, set it to not tracking for time, but just telling the watch that oh, I'm going to do some physical activity uh-huh. and that would automatically upload uh, onto Strava. I never deleted it because it meant nothing to me, but if we want to, I could you know, start saying, oh, this was what I did and then oh, you know, I get on the Strava feeds. Uh, and so it would require then that we have like some kind of Apple Watch or Polar Watch or others kind of heart monitor type thing where they could track our heart rate. And then easily calculate the number of calories uh, that we burn. Yeah, that, that's a good time. idea. I, I, I mean, I, I think the technology is always changing. I, I, I don't have any of those fitness watches, but I'd be curious if there is a way to measure, you know, how many, like, let's say, like sit-ups or push-ups or something we're doing. Or, um, but yeah, I, I think that is the next step, though. I don't know about being a Spartan beast or anything like that, but definitely improving the other aspects of our of our fitness yeah especially core like i I feel like that's one of those things that i like i get like like random cramps and stuff in my in my like i don't know how to describe like where it is maybe i'll I'll show you sometime tan but it's like i get random cramps sometimes when i um when i sit down in my car too fast it's really weird but it's like an abdomen it's like an abdomen cramp does this come monthly (laughs) (laughs) fuck you george (laughs) it's like you know what michelle gets it at the same time i do yeah oh oh it all makes sense now it it happened after we started living together (laughs) 
Well played, George. Well played. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to wrap up the, the topic of time, actually, just because there's another thing that I realized about myself after all this is um, I, I think, Tan, you talked about how you, you, you began to realize how you, you don't know what you were doing with your time or you realized that I really was wasting a lot of time before. And I think one of the things that I realized about myself in the past six months is – I would become a lot more irritated when I felt like I was just sitting there doing nothing or I was doing something that was inefficient with my time. So the best example, and I might even write about this, is I fucking hate Blue Apron. Okay, I, I don't know if anybody's done the Blue Apron thing before, but it is an obscene amount of money for cooking a meal that takes a stupid amount of time and the portions are like you know, are barely enough for two people. Right? Has anybody else done Blue Apron? I haven't done Blue Apron, but I've done, uh, what's it called? Uh, Hello Fresh. Hello it's Fresh. the same thing. Yeah, where they deliver ingredients to your house and they give you a, a recipe that just says throw yeah. it all together and salt to taste, basically. Yeah. So Add at, potatoes. At, at Oh, is there, is, there, uh, is this kind of a low-protein uh, meal for you? Here are some potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that shit because it takes – they say, like, it takes only 30, 40 minutes. Well, I'm not very competent in the kitchen, so it ends up being, like, an hour and a half or something for me. And it's like, why do I want to dedicate so much time to make such a small meal for food that I think, you know – tastes very very average and, and it's not i'm not hating on the fact that blue apron is worthless for for everybody I, I think there are some people who really like cooking uh and can really i guess i they might see the benefit of this but for me personally i thought blue apron was a huge waste of time when you know when you think about it, an hour and a half to prep a meal versus you know it take me typically 20 20 30 minutes to prep a meal i just wasted an hour that i could have ran four or five miles so i i began seeing my time in kind of that way it's like okay if i wasted this much time here you know how many miles is that that i could have run during that time so i i found that kind of interesting and, and just seeing time as not just this you know, ambiguous resource, but as something that you can accomplish these specific things in that certain amount of time. I think you'd be, I be, I personally began to realize, okay, like I need to start focusing my time and organizing my day so that I can accomplish all these things. Not sure if anybody else feels that way, but um, that's, that's me. Well, you actually inspired me right now to think about time like that because it's true. You know, we could run X amount of miles, and that's a great thing in X amount of time. Yeah, I, I definitely agree as well. Um, I think that's that's also something that I realized about time as well. And then maybe also in terms of like a long-term time, um, in terms of five, ten years, sometimes I feel um, the year goes by, you do accomplish a lot. Um, but sometimes those accomplishments may not necessarily match with your long-term goals that you know are crucial to you. For example, my health. I felt over the past few years, I've always sort of let it slip by. And it's, you know, <clears throat> it, it's like you want to make sure that you spent your year wisely and that you are able to accomplish the goals that you know are meaningful to you. And one of them is health like this year. So running was really um, a great start. 
Yeah, what, any other uh, goals that you got coming up, George? Um, so my general framework idea is uh, there's two that sort of stick out is health and wealth. Um, one is just to be healthy <laughs> so you can physically be free. Wealth is so you can be financially free, so you can do what you would like to do and find meaningful. And then aside from that, um, it's a pretty general one. is just being happy, um, and that usually involves family, friends. So that's actually something that I will work on this year is try to be more proactive with relationships with my like family members and stuff. And, and I think these type of goals I realized this year is I often uh, let them slip by, and instead I might do something like try to progress at work, advance in my career. Um, that is great, and it does contribute, but I also – would like more direct changes in health, wealth, and general happiness. Good, good. And while we're at it, is there uh, anything you want to plug in terms of uh, your your other projects? Uh, yeah, I guess um, I guess one other thing that managed to finally do this year, after mentioning it for a while as well, as my coworkers now, is I started the blog. Um, so on there, just have. Every once in a while, I try to write about like financial, uh, health, other things on my mind. So thoughts like these, I would like to write on there. Um, and it's at metygl.wordpress.com if you're interested. Yep, and I'll be posting that up as well. Uh, Tan, any any thoughts? Any any goals? I mean, you know, raise a kid. Uh, well, I've, I've, well, that's a given, of course. Uh, but a personal goal outside of my family is one to uh, follow on Instagram Scratch Made Sundays, which I have just oh. done. And, and also, I will also buy that uh, cor- uh, calligraphy book from Leslie Writes It All. <laughs> Mostly though, because uh, Helen and I, my wife and I, actually run a uh, uh, book reading blog website called thebusyreader.com. Uh, so we, in general, like reading, and we will continue to read and work on that website. Uh, for my personal goals, uh, I do want to run two Spartan Bees races in 2019, uh, so I'm working on that. And also, uh, my New Year's resolution actually is to snack only on fruits and vegetables, uh, and that's it. Uh, so, if, you know, of course, if it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and there's something nice, then sure, I'll eat that. But for snacking, only fruits and vegetables, that's the goal. So far, it's good. All right. Well, how about you, Jeff Lou? Any uh, well, I, to I round feel, up? I feel really guilty because being sick and all, my wife picked me up the gas station trifecta, which is corn nuts, Gatorade, and like – A hot dog? Uh, like, like a hot dog. <laughs> so uh, I don't think snacking is on, is on the agenda for this year. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, uh, I am going to try and keep up with everybody's blogs that was mentioned here. Uh, Metalfield at WordPress and BusyReader.com. Um, I think for me this year, I, I really want to get my book done. I'm about halfway through with it. Oh, um, yeah. T- yeah. Tell, tell, tell the listeners more about it. I, I've uh, kind of kept that a secret from everyone. but uh, No, it's a, it's a science fiction book. Um, it's about uh, development of prosthetics and nanotechnology of the future and how it affects uh, everyday life. Um, it, it's something that I've been thinking about for about a year and a half now, and I've been writing for about that amount of time, but I, I think I'm going to get serious about it. 
I mean, um, my wife has in, inspired me to, you know, shoot my shot, uh, as it were, uh, on the book writing universe. And, you know, I've been taking steps to get that done. So, you know, at some point down the line, I'll make a more detailed announcement about it. But, uh, for right now, it's like, let's get that done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, I, I want, to keep myself accountable for all the other fitness goals that we've placed, you know, um, I, I think somewhere down the line where when, you know, the January uh, activities have kind of died down that we should all get back together and figure out something solid for us all to do to keep each other accountable, because I think that will be good for everybody. I think, I think this experience is really good for everybody. And I, I want to keep that going through the new year. And um, on a personal physical goal, I want to try and uh, train for one more jujitsu tournament. And I'm going to do it um, at my actual age range and not fight against 18 year olds from fucking Brazil who killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. Let's see if I can bring back a medal and then, yeah, we'll take it from there. I I think your uh, book writing thing is very very cool. I really hope you uh, uh, make progress on that. That's, that's a Dude. very cool thing. I appreciate that, man. I really do. <laughs> I agree as well. Yeah. Jayo. 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 Add exactly. gas, guys. <laughs> yeah, and I'll I'll round this out with uh, my goals. I I made a couple. Um, you know, the general health ones. I think I I agree. I think once kind of the the lull of the holidays. Uh, passes we'll we'll get back together and find something else to do because i think it, it having some kind of program to keep up is, is a good idea you know now that i have you know, kind of this a new vision on you know how i manage my time i think uh i think i do want to get back into the stand-up thing so uh a, a promise to all you guys and the the ewing bang following is uh, I, I do plan on doing at least four open mics this year uh one in the bay area for sure so i'll uh, keep everyone posted on that Alrighty, folks. Well, uh, on that note, I think this takes us to the end of this episode. All right. Thanks to all the listeners out there. Uh, this is Emil Wang. It's George Wu. It's Tan Wynn. It's Jeff Liu. Keep, Keep on, on banging. banging.